Greetings, Raider fans, and welcome to the Raider Nation podcast. And I am your host, Raider Greg, coming to you from beautiful, sunny Northern California. Finally, the sun comes out. It's beautiful here. It's a nice, hot day. I love it. Enough about the weather. Welcome to the Raider Nation podcast. I'd like to welcome all the fans to Raider Nation podcast, past and present. And I want to talk a little bit today about what's happening with the Raiders. What's going on with the Raider Nation? First, some shouts out to Calico Jack at Silver and Black Forever blogspot.com. He has a great site. He's very cerebral. I recommend it highly to any fan who has a passion for the Raiders. He's a 365 Raider. He's always out there every day uh, checking it out, putting out his takes. Uh, very, very good guy. Great blog. Check it out. Highly recommended by the Raider Nation podcast. I want to remind all you fans about this Raider Nation celebration on August 24th. If you can make it, it's from 12 to 4. Make it, man. If you're in the Bay Area, if you're even visiting, vacation, thinking about being in the Bay Area, you're a true Raider fan, get on out there. Let's support our team. Let's, let's pump them up before they go and face the Eagles on August 6th um, at the Hall of Fame game. So we got to pump them up. Plus, it's very cool. You get to see the, the team. It's lighthearted. It's easy going. It's very, very cool. And let me tell you, it's the second time it's happened. Um, I can go into Matter of fact, I'm just going to go into it. Today's show, I'm going to be talking about tickets, the Hall of Fame game, Paul McQuiston moved to the right guard. Uh, what else are we going to talk about? Maybe a little, little bit about Tommy Kelly, because I think there's a great spot for that guy. He played great last year. Uh, and there's a best fan take ever I've ever heard. It's very funny. It's from Sean of the Raider Take, and I'm going to try not to destroy it, Sean, so please, I'll try to give it some just, justice. There'll be some shouts out, talk about the frapper, and remind you, the Raider Nation podcast fans, that we do have a video of the week. Randy puts in a lot of work on the site, as you know. Check it out. Check out the middle. Check out that video, because we put one on every week, and it really pumps you up, because the season is almost here. Raider Nation, we're getting to it, man. Our first preseason game, like I said, August 6th. It's supposed to be this, you know, Hall of Fame game, but it's going to be a preseason game, an extra one for us, for Shell and Walls to show us what they got planned for the rest of the season. Let's hope they got it together. We'll be able to see a little bit about what's happening. We'll certainly be able to see our young talent. Tickets. The first story. Season tickets as low as... 300 bucks, maybe 250. Hey, that's not a bad deal for eight games and all the tailgates you can take because you want to come back the next year and get some mo and mo and mo because they're so fun. It's great to be out there with the nation. If you've been thinking about season tickets, uh, too expensive last couple of years, it's 250, 300 bucks. And that's not bad, man. Not for the entertainment value you got there. So think about it, check it out, come support the Raiders. And you know if you get that uh, if you get that ticket that season ticket you're eligible for a drawing that I'm telling you they're giving away two tickets to the Super Bowl they're giving away you know a, a package of 25 of your friends going to any game they got airline tickets they got all kinds of stuff in this drawing there's 200 things in this drawing and there's not one of them that's bad they're all awesome I mean even the ones at the bottom are not bad so 
Get the season tickets for yourself. That's just an added benefit. It's just another way the Raiders organization are marketing themselves. I think they're doing a great job. Uh, from the time they took over ticket sales, they've opened up. Raiders, you got to admit, since they've come home in 95, when's the last time you saw them open up to the fans? Last season was the first one, Raider Nation celebration. People went there, had a great time. I suggest you get there early this time because it's going to fill up, man. I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome down there. And, mind you, it's a good opportunity to see where seats are if you're going to purchase one game. Man, go out there and see where you want to sit. You can go check that out, too. So check it out. It'll be fun. like to see you out there. We'll be out there. My family, Randy, we're going to get some video of that. Should be a good time. Had by all. Okay, Hall of Fame game. Now, in the Hall of Fame game, which I consider to be an additional preseason game, Eagles versus the Raiders. Raiders' record is 2-0, and the Eagles 2-1. We're going to make them 2-2, and and hopefully keep this record for the Raiders strong as undefeated. And you know what? It's August 6th. You're going to see some great things. You're going to see Huff. You're going to see Howard. You're going to see all our rookies out there. You're going to see the move from Paul McQuiston to the right side, see how effective he is. There's a lot for us to see. Not only that, John Madden in the Hall of Fame. It's about time, huh? Booyah! That's what I say. About doggone time. Way to go, John. And you deserve it. And everybody, the whole organization. I hope Al makes it there. I hope he does. I hope the whole world sees Al Davis. And I hope he's doing better, too. Okay, now, let's go on to the next story. McQuiston is moved to right guard. So what's that all about? Well, Art Shell, which I think is showing his genius in the whole offensive line setting here by moving this big angry man. Paul McQuiston looks like an angry man. And I love it. I love it. I'm going to go out on a tangent right now. I have to go on a tangent. Here we go. Now, what is this crap about bring back the nasty without bringing back the nasty? And what I'm talking about is the nasty play. You know what, man? I'm telling you, as a fan, I would rather see a Raider defenseman plant his elbow right across the chin of an opposing team member than to have him accidentally bump up against them and get thrown for a 15-yard penalty. Hey, man, if they're going to throw the flag, make him bleed. I say... Bring back the nasty is right. And you know what? It'd be okay for us to take a 15-yarder if we knew the guy was kind of through the hole was going to think twice before he made that move again. And that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the old Raiders. I'm talking about the Raiders where you get to the town, you went to the city, and they were afraid to play you before you even went on the field. Check out the video on RaiderNationPodcast.com. We have a video on there right now, and it talks about the days. Madrashad had it right on the money when he talked about the Oakland Raiders coming off the bus in the black leather coats and the dark sunglasses. And he said they looked like a bunch of guys out of prison. And that's cool because you know what? They used to beat everybody up, man. And they lost the game big time. He said they, we lost the game in the locker room t- talking about those guys. And you can believe that the Raiders were bad. We got to bring back the nasty. You got to hit hard and make them pay. 
just like back in the day when other teams were afraid of the Raiders. And you know what? We just got to get back to it. And if we're going to make some penalties, well, you know what? We're going to make penalties anyway. But if you're going to do it, do it good and make them pay for that yardage. Every inch. Because, you know, the penalties kill us, but I think bringing back the nasties the way to go. I think the Ronnie Lott days of hitting people clean and getting in there harsh, and if you might take a penalty here and there, well, so be it. Make them pay for it. Hitting hard, you know, is not a penalty. It's football for crying out loud. Hello, it's football. All right, we're getting to Paul McQuiston. The mullet, the flaming mullet. I'll tell you right now, Raider Nation, theraidertake.com has the Paul McQuiston Haiku Fest. Uh, you should check that out on theraidertake.com. Sean did a great job on that as well. The haikus are hilarious. Funny. Best damn ha- haikus in football, I'll tell you right now. Plus, they're funny as hell. You should check it out. His site is fun. He's a good guy. I got a story that's uh, right off his page. I'm going to try not to destroy as I read on. Okay, now, Paul McQuiston moves to the right guard spot. Well, he moved to the right guard spot, and I do think that Shell is is finally showing his expertise in the offensive line. And I do think that it's about damn time that we have some power on the right side, not all on the left side. Barry Sims has to step out or move to another position. Um, he let a lot of people buy him last year, as you all know. So I hope this makes a more solidified line. I have total confidence in Shell, man. I totally do. And then we have Tommy Kelly. Now, this 25-year-old defensive tackle slash defensive end has been very effective with the Raiders. He's a young player, and he has a lot to learn. But if you look at the guy, number 93 looks just like Warren Sapp. Same in stature, same in weight, and he has that nasty temperament that puts goes along with the kind of play this guy puts down. He's a great player, and he's a hybrid lineman. He was jumped in and out over the past two seasons. He's from Mississippi State, and like I said, he's played in he's forced fumbles in 26 of the games he's played, eight and a half sacks. This guy has a lot of potential, and the Raiders have a lot of hope that this guy is going to be able to take the inside, and I hope he takes the inside and gives Derek Burgess the outside. Can you imagine the kind of pressure you'd have on that side of the ball? Mixing these guys up together will be a potent force in our defense, which I think will be something to really cheer about this season. The 2006 season will show Tommy Kelly coming into his own, becoming more mature, more hard-hitting guy, which only can make it better for the entire Raiders organization. He is the man when it comes down to the next guy to come up behind Warren Sapp or a side of him. And to help Derek Burgess have another record sack season, I think Kelly can work up to the same thing because he's a nasty guy, man. He's got a great attitude. I love it. I really do. Okay.
best fan take ever. Now, this is uh, from Sean's RaiderTake.com. Check it out. He is absolutely excellent writer. Um, he's featured a lot in the Raider News. And this is from something he, he was inspired by a fan who talked about how he grew up to be a Raider fan. And he has divided the Raider Nation into classifications. Each one of these is a description of this particular type of Raider fan. He did a great job, and I hope I can do it justice. Here we go. Listen to these. These are so funny. The Inheritor. The Inheritor. The Inheritor grew up in a Raider's household mentioned by a father or an older brother, mother, uncle, whatever. The Raider way was passed down to you. You may have strayed, but never very far. And now you're doing what your forefathers would be proud of and possibly nurturing a third generation in matters of prize and poise and of excellence. There you go, man. Passing it down. How many Raider families do we have out there? I've seen them. I've seen them. Grandfather, dad, kids, grandkids, all dressed up, all dressed in silver and black. Okay, here we go. The lifer. This is the lifer. This is like prison, but with a happy ending. You don't have many mentors. You just started early. It was something innate of your own volition. It grew over time. Pretty soon, you're in it for life. You really don't have a choice. And you didn't have a choice, did you? Well, those are people who just find the Raiders fit them just perfect. And they're just drawn into the Raiders. And there they are. You see them at the tailgate. Every one of these fans you'll see at the Raider tailgate in the black hole. Okay, this is the silver and black sheep. I like this one. This is pretty good. You were raised in a sea of red and gold, or perhaps blue and orange, only to find your true calling in the Raider Nation. From day one, the silver and black sheep merits special praise, as he or she has snubbed the peer pressure of friends and family, all in a commitment to excellence. Even in places like Denver and Kansas City, these black sheep strut confidently about town in their Raiders gear, Unpopular, let righteous, like missionaries in hostile territory. Amen, brother. That's the Raider Nation right there, all over. England, Japan, Ireland, South America, across the USA, in every hostile territory. You're there, man, putting it up, raising it up. Okay, this is the ta Raider. Unlike being a traitor, there is no shame in being a ta Raider. A ta Raider is someone who, for whatever reason, dysfunctional family, bad influences, geographic isolation, substance abuse, etc., once rooted for a team such as the Dolphins or like a lame team like the Chargers, before seeing the light. Do not look back, traitors. Do not make excuses. Your sins are forgiven. <laughs> I think that is rich. That is so good. That is so funny. Okay, here we go. Oh, boy. This is the rookie. Who care if you think the mad bomber is Ted Kaczynski? And Frenchy Fakwa is a type of copy. You're a young or newer football fan. And you've decided the Oakland Raiders are your team. And that's all that matters. You don't need to, to be an expert to be a fan. Citizenship in the Raider Nation is free. No questions asked. Knowledge will come in time, 
It is the heart that matters. It's a good one too, man. Sean, you rock on this, man. I'm telling you right now. You guys got to read this blog. He's awesome. This is the prodigal child. I like this one very much. Have you given up on the Raiders? If so, why are you reading Raider Take? I know why. Because you haven't really given up. Sure, you're still a little bitter about the move to Los Angeles. Or the PSLs or something. Well, just give it some more time. And keep hanging around these parts. You'll look in the mirror someday. That Steelers or Panthers hat atop your melon. And realize that you've been living a lie. You still bleed silver and black. You'll be back. You know the door is always open. Thank you, Sean, from the Raider Take. You have done a great job in that blog, and that particular thing about the Raider fan. That is killer, and I mean killer. So, let's see. We're going on to the next thing, thing, thing. see what's happening here at the Raider Nation podcast. I want to remind you guys, check out my my site, Raider. Randy does an awesome job. You got to check it out for sure. You never know when your picture is going to be on the Frapper featured picture right on the front page. I didn't remind you guys about the Raider video, the bring back the nasty video of the week. Well, there's one in every week. Check it out. Keep checking the site because we're Always changing things up. Randy always is. And check for your photo here in the Frapper section. And if you haven't got your photo in there, get it on in there, man, because it's time. you got to get it in there. Um, so you can show the rest of the Raider Nation your Raider pride right here, man, all across the world. Everybody, look at man. we got uh, Robert Moorhead out there in Japan. Let me tell you, that's way out there. And that whole family's hanging tough with the Raider Nation. Shouts out to you. form here very quickly and see that AT wants to know what's going on with Jerry Porter. Any chance that he'll trade this guy? Well, I'll tell you what, if Porter doesn't keep his pie hole shut, Archell's going to put his size 14 shoe right in it. He might bench him. He might trade him. I don't know. His performance hasn't been that stellar, and trying to get rid of him is, might be tough. That might be why they haven't traded him yet, because they haven't been able to get enough for him. But I'll tell you this. If he doesn't perform this year, I don't care what team he's going to be on next season, he's not going to have nothing because they'll just cut him. They'll cut him before the season. So he better get it together one way or another, shut his hole, and move on. Uh, Those are the two things that could happen, and uh, he possibly could be traded at the end of the season, depending on what he does. Okay, here comes New York Tommy, the New York Raider. Long time. It's a long time since he's popped off to the mouth, he says. He says, congrats on the milestone, which is very cool. Thank you. He loves the podcast. Uh, I am a lucky dude to have Randy. I'm also a lucky guy. And I'll tell you, I've said this before. I haven't said it in a long time. I am very fortunate and blessed not only to be able to afford um, some tickets to go to the game, the season tickets, but also to be located 
close to Oakland. Because I know, man, this is what this podcast is all about. It's all about you fans that aren't here. I'm going to try to let you get as close to smell on your screen to knowing that a tailgate is happening in a Raider Nation podcast video. I'm going out there. I'm going to try to bring it right to your living room in Japan, New Guinea, wherever the hell you might live. I'm going to try to bring that experience right home to your living room because I know nobody else is going to do it. We're going to do it here at the Radio Nation Podcast because if I were a wayward fan, if I was out of town, if I was somewhere, I'd love to be able to look down and go, look at that. That's the nation. You see what I'm saying? That's the nation. (laughs) And be able to bring back a lot of warm memories and everything else, man, because I know what it's like to be a Raider fan. So now, Brooks. He's talking about Brooks and Collins. I've told you before, there's not even a close imitation between the two. This is another jab from the media they're trying to find a way to weaken the raider pride their whole idea is to put a doubt and a spin of doubt on our new quarterback well i say screwa youa i say we have brooks we're behind brooks i think brooks is gonna bust out and have a hell of a season this year and i mean good one and it'll shut everybody's pie hole about him and collins And I can't wait till that happens because everybody in the nation will be able to throw it in their face. Tommy, awesome. Please keep putting your comments in there. Calico Jack, my good brother. He's talking to Ghost of Post who asked the question. 45, two Yasusopo. Zach, fullback, 6'2", 245 from Washington. Any relation to Marcus, is it? Yes, absolutely. It's his brother. And they look alike, too, so it's a trip. You know, it's like having two twins on a team. He's not that big. He's bigger, a lot bigger than two of y'all. I mean, uh, Marcus. But, you know, he's got the same mug. It's funny. Adam the Rookie. San Diego Raider haters. Adam is stuck there in San Diego where he says, I couldn't agree more with your assessment of San Diego fans and their hatred for the silver and black. Unfortunately, I get to witness it firsthand as in San Diego is where I make my home. Bummer. He's in hostile territory. Well, you guys in Denver know that, too. And so do you guys in Kansas City. Kansas City, here I come. I think the funniest thing about the sportcast on the local news station is every time they're reporting a story about the Chargers, they use highlights from past games. So which they always beat the Raiders, so you can hear the background. they always saying something about the Raiders. I'm telling you, those fans hate us. They hate us so much, it's, it's not even funny. The funny thing is, I never paid much attention to San Diego. I really still have a hard time with it, although they are a powerhouse at this point, but I still don't see no ring, no bling, bling. So you can tell that to any of your Charger fans, my brother Adam, that you ain't got the bling. Don't say a thing, brother, because that's all that counts. You came close, no cigar. When you get the ring, we'll talk. Until then, hit the road. Okay, that's about it for that. The frappers, of course, are getting on. That's another funny thing. My goodness, if you haven't checked out that frapper map, you got to check out these pictures, man. They are just too doggone much, way too much. So I must, I must do this. Let's see. There's a guy on here, and I'm telling you, you have to see his face. His name is Raider Tom Zoe from Escondido, California, another fan of the Raiders in hostile territory. Check out his melon. Look at this guy. If he's not a Raider fan, I'm not a Raider fan. This guy is awesome looking. Also, you can, you can always 
Check out this site. It's got everybody. It's got the major raiders. It's got Greg from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. There he is, sporting his due. Check him out. Thanks for putting on the pictures. And all you guys, look at these guys. Friends from the Raiders in Tokai, Japan. I said, yeah. Then we have the Timinator. Timinator looks awesome. Check him out. He's right there in the middle of the Raider Nation. So, all you guys on the Frapper... Thank you so much. We got 83 melons on there. We got to get those pictures on there. And we'll put them on the website, man. You got to tell your friends and family to get up on that Ritter Nation podcast and make it happen. Because the season is on us. We're getting down to it. It's coming down to the down. We got uh, August 4th, man. That's not very far away. We got our first game against the Eagles. We'll see, man. Who's going to play? Are they going to have Huff? course Howard yeah Bing absolutely we're gonna see of course Walter we're gonna see how he throws the ball again we're gonna see the poise of this guy he's awesome Raider Nation thank you for tuning in to the Raider Nation podcast and I am your host as always thanking you for joining us here at the show this is Raider Greg and I am out (laughs) 